Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT, or you can email us at askatswatradio.com. That is askatswatradio.com. And if you are listening to the podcast because you missed us live, you can also send us your questions on Facebook and Twitter. At SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. Uh, we will an- try to answer those questions uh, the next time that we are on air together. So uh, make sure that you send us your questions there. If you are listening via podcast, and also um, you can send us, as I said, uh, via email. We've gotten some good emails, I think, right before the program ended on Wednesday. We got a nice, uplifting, uplifting and encouraging email. So thanks for those as well. Yeah. Um, man, Taylor, you know, uh, I wish you'd have been here yesterday. Uh, a lot going on yeah and um we had kenny luck in from everyman ministries what a great job i didn't realize he had had covid Mm. um and said uh it was pretty bad it was pretty bad for him Mm -hmm. Mm. and uh yeah he said it went really bad and um but he survived it and um you know it was good to have his perspective too we talked just talked about identity and uh, how I actually brought up in his book uh, something he wrote about. Do you remember that guy who was out walking or jogging? I think he was running, and a group of guys just decided to shoot him uh, in Oklahoma. I don't know if you remember that. This is from a long time ago? Yeah, a couple of years ago, maybe a few years ago. And um, Did they end up dragging him? I heard, was there a story of someone who got dragged um, behind the back of a um, a pickup truck? That's not the same story. No, that's, that's, that's a different story. That's a different story. Um, the, the guy, let me, I think I've, uh, I, I've got it. Uh, he was, uh, he was an athlete actually. And, um, he, he, uh, was visiting his girlfriend and, uh, his name was Christopher Lane, but he went for a run and he went past a home fill with young men who just decided, Hey, let's go shoot somebody. Mm. And uh, they piled into a car and they shot him in the back. Wow. That's what they did. And when they were interviewed about it, they talked about it like you or I would talk about making a sandwich. No remorse. Mm. They just wanted to go do that. They thought that would be cool Mm. to do that. Um, And so uh, uh, anyway, it's – yeah, we just talked about how guys get to that point. How come we have youth and millions of them in this culture that have that inside? And uh, it was good to have Kenny's perspective. He he uh, he just brought up some some good thoughts. And mm. I know for most people today, a lot of people are feeling um, uh, upset because of what happened uh, on Wednesday, and. Um, um, some of the things that have transpired and I'm just going to be real candid with you. I don't know what to believe. I mean, I, I, I don't think we have a media we can trust. I don't think we have a government we can trust. Uh, you know, it, it's just seems and like with what happened with Ravi Zacharias, you have Christian leaders that we're struggling to trust. Mm. 
it seems like every major institution is just going yeah. down right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like, you know, I, ever, a lot of people are asking, is this the end times or are we at the end times? You know, I hope, I hope so. I hope God's come. I hope <laughs> Jesus comes back soon. Um, but, you know, I talked about on Wednesday a little bit before, it kind of toward the end about living in Babylon. I mm-hmm. feel like that's where we're headed right now. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, the Hebrew people, they were taken there um, captive by Nebuchadnezzar. And I know, you know, there there are people in other countries like China, North Korea, the Middle East that have it really, really tough. You know, our brother over in India was persecuted, Dawasinghe. John Monger spent 18 months in prison for baptizing people. Mm. Um, we, we don't have any idea of what that's like. I mean... Uh, right now most most people who feel persecuted um usually like the people up in dc that broke into the you know the capital those people committed a crime i mean it was a crime Mm -hmm. you you can't go in there and break windows and go you know to places you're not supposed to be that's called criminal trespass yeah um and yes it is the house of the people but it's it's also, you know, the the house that has rules and has, you know, ways and procedures that you go in there, you call a congressman, and he yeah. gets you a visit up there, and you can do that, uh, your representative or whatever. And I realize the system is busted in a lot of ways, but, you know, God's people um, should rely on God mm-hmm. and pray and trust him to intervene and if he's not like you know and he god just told uh i think it was zedekiah you know hey you take your punishment Mm -hmm. don't think you're gonna run away from this yeah if you if you want to survive you go in there and do your time of uh discipline or punishment whatever you want to call as believers i don't believe we're punished i believe we're disciplined but uh as a country there is no there is no eternity for a country. Right. Yeah. And and so God punishes countries when they uh, abort babies by the millions mm-hmm. and when they choose to codify uh, sexual immorality mm-hmm. and uh, legalize sexual immorality and, and throw him to the wind. I mean, you can only do that for so long. He says, okay. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna bring judgment down on you now. Yeah. He, he did it with Sodom and Gomorrah. He did it with lots of countries in the Bible. Nineveh, so, yeah, Nineveh. He did it with his own people. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, as a as a believer and as somebody who loves God with all my heart and wants to love Him with all my soul and strength, I um, I, I grieve for my country that I grew up in mm-hmm. that I, 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 you know, I got in the Marine Corps and served in the Marines and in the FBI and because it's not the country I grew up in anymore. Yep. It's a different country and uh, we've allowed it to happen. And the church has been very silent mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah. We've been more concerned with beautiful buildings than we have preaching the word of God through our country. Yeah. And, um, and I think this is where we've got there. I'm not saying people don't preach it. There are people that preach it. But as a whole, we've become entertainment-driven even within the church. And I think uh, we're seeing the fruit of a lot of that, uh, that we've been impotent, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
Yeah, and I, I think that the church has allowed itself and and in some ways desired to socially um, disengage, to kind of get on the back burner, as you will, as far as um, being a, a leader in society. Um, because if you look at, like, the Revolutionary War um, and the founding of this country, that was a lot of uh, where that was coming from was the church. You know, it's called the... Uh, the Black Robe Regiment, that's what the, the British called the churches that were, you know, preaching about God, but also preaching about um, principles like freedom and liberty and virtue. And I think that that was important to why the country was so successful. And then at some point, we as a church decided we're going to disengage from kind of the, the social sphere and we're just going to be a holy huddle, as you said, uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no doubt that, and I know you and I have, um, you and I have talked about um, uh, about this. There's there's just not a lot of trust in the electoral process for our voting, um, and like I said at the beginning of the program, there's there's an eroding trust mm-hmm. in our government as a whole. It's been eroding for a while uh, in media. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you trust anything you hear from the media? Mm-mm. Most people don't. Um, even social media is, is now what was a way that you could go on and get some kind of uh, news from people that there were ex- extra, um, you know, I don't know what even what the word would be, but news sources outside of the norm. Yeah. You could go on social media, and because it's so vast with so many people, you would see something would be shared with a friend. You might share right. it with me. Mm-hmm. And so I could pick up on it. But that's censored now. Mm-hmm. And censorship is exactly what happens in communist countries. Yep. And it's exactly what happens down a road that uh, leads to the destruction of a culture. Yeah. Uh, when you start censoring free speech, which our foundation, our constitution ensures freedom of religion and freedom of speech, the ability to be able to disagree, to say, listen, whether you agree with it or not, you can say, you should be able to say, I think the election was fraudulent, Mm -hmm. but they won't even allow you to put that out on these social medias. Even if you believe that, uh, even to have a healthy discussion about it. And, and now with what happened in DC, I think you were telling me beforehand They've banned President Trump for life from those social media uh, from Facebook, from and, Facebook uh, and Twitter. Uh, no, or from in uh, Instagram. In Instagram, yeah. and um, that's just a, a, a terrible precedence. I mean, I I get you can't yell fire in a crowded theater, right? But you you should be able to have a free expression. Mm-hmm. And um, I, when we come back, I want to pick up and talk about it because there's a lot of hypocrisy going on yeah. post what happened Wednesday, and I, I, I'd like to address it at least from a biblical perspective. Okay? Right. All right, so stick with us. We will be back with more after the break. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store 
or over the internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed. For the good Lord has come to seek and save. He's on That was Rescuer by Ren Collective. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth, and that song Rescuer is a good one to hear at a time like this. Um, if you are just joining us, we've been talking about the news of the day, really the news of the week. And just before uh, the break, Doug was uh, talking about a few things that I wanted to piggyback off of and um, just add my thoughts on. And you were talking about how people don't trust the ele- election process anymore, and that is a problem because that was the last thing that people still trusted. Well, listen, go, you know, if you go back to 2000, do you know that only uh, one in five Democratic voters said that they believed that George Bush won fairly? Yeah. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Only one in five. And after uh, the 2016 election, almost 70% of the Democrats believed that Russia hacked the election for Trump. Yeah. 70%. And now you've got about 70% of Republicans believe the 2020 election was rigged. Mm-hmm. So we, we nobody trusts the system anymore. And, and, and then not only do they not trust the system, but they don't trust the institutions. Like who trusts the Supreme Court? Who trusts, you know, the, the Senate and the House and, 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 the, and to some extent the presidency? The people don't have trust in that. So the the last thing they felt that they had trust over and that they had the sense of control over was the voting process. Like if you trusted all those other three inches, 
institutions and you felt the voting was wrong, but the Justice Department comes out and says, no, it's not, and the, the courts say it's not, and you trust the courts, oh, okay, well, maybe, you know, whatever, but you don't trust any of those. So even if the court says, oh, no, there's no fraud here, you're like, well, you have been dictating law for, you know, how many uh, years now, and people don't trust any institution in our society, I would say. Well, I, I remember going to Russia years ago when right after the wall came down. And mm-hmm. I remember talking to some Russian believers and their concern about freedom coming to Russia was that freedom has to be bounded by moral values. Yep. If you don't, I mean, you, you can't have unbounded freedom we don't have that in this country although there's a group that wants people to have that but you cannot have unbounded freedom it has to be bound uh and ordered if it's not ordered then what happens is when your freedoms encroach upon other people's uh, pursuit of happiness it becomes a problem Mm -hmm. and the founders understood that for our constitution to work we had to have a foundation of Judeo-Christian values, mm-hmm. and that's been the case for years. But in the 60s, we started to see some erosion from that, mm-hmm. and now we've gone full tilt to where the, we're codifying. You have to say if somebody says, I'm a girl, if they're biologically a boy, and you don't agree with that, you can lose your job, Yeah, and the courts will back that institution that fires you up Mm because it's a public institution you have to say that uh you have to morally uh be okay with well not morally publicly i'll say publicly be okay with a man marrying a man or a woman marrying a woman Mm -hmm. because our our courts have codified that yep and uh not legislature yeah not but the courts Mm -hmm. uh and you have to be okay with somebody as young younger than 16 taking the life of a child mm-hmm. inside their womb without parental consent mm-hmm. but my daughter can't take an aspirin at school without mm-hmm. a note right that didn't make any sense these these things that have happened and so yeah. Yeah. you know I, there's no moral underpinnings mm-hmm. anymore for us and i think our constitution is in perilous territory and if if there's if God does not have mercy on this country, then we've hit the tipping point, and I, and I I think we're headed down a rabbit hole that we won't be able to come back out of. Yeah, I agree. And you know, freedom without virtue is anarchy. You know what I mean? And and that's the founding fathers understood that 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 there had to be virtue in the people, and that if you as an individual did not hold yourself as a virtue, you know, virtuously hold yourself accountable to the higher laws of God somebody else is going to do that, whether it be family. And, and if the family's not doing it, then it's going to go higher and higher. And so now what you're seeing is people don't hold themselves to a virtual or a virtuous standard uh, by and large in this country. And so the government is telling you this is what truth is. This is what virtue is because we haven't held ourselves accountable for such a long time that people have forgotten the truth. And now, you know, someone's going to, fill that vacuum well the other problem is i was in law enforcement a long time ago it (laughs) seems like a really long time ago and i remember one particular time uh we had some bad police officers Mm -hmm. on a task force they were dirty they Mm -hmm. were getting paid 
by drug dealers oh. to do bad stuff to they, to get information so that they could continue their drug operations and stuff. This is a long time ago. Uh, but there's nothing worse than a dirty cop. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse than a, a corrupt pol- a police officer or law enforcement official who uh, is because of personal advancement is taking remuneration by money or position or whatever to be able to do that. It's awful. Well, I think we have corrupt law enforcement people. We have corrupt politicians. Mm -hmm. We have people within the departments that supposedly are supposed to provide for the safety and freedoms of our country. Mm Mm-hmm. And we don't know who's good and who's bad. Mm-hmm. God does, but mm-hmm. we don't. So how are we to respond as believers as we go forward? Well, as the people went into Babylon, they were told to pray for the people around them. They were told to go in and, and grow gardens. They were told to go in and marry. They were told to go in and pray for the people around them, uh, their community. And that's what we should do. It doesn't mean we live in a country that's very unique. There's not been many countries that have had the Constitution. In fact, our Constitution is the oldest living yep. constitution mm-hmm. that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. And and so it's a little when you look at the Bible, the people there uh, lived under a tyranny uh, of of leaders. I mean, whether it was Caesar Augustus or whether it was Herod Agrippa, mm-hmm. they had uh you know, dictators yep. that, and so those, the, the things that they could do to respond principally, um, are the same, but they didn't have earthly rights like we do in yeah. this country because of the favor God shed on this country. And so as we can, we exercise our rights, like uh, professor Gruden said, Dr. Grudem to exercise a small slice of authority over the world in which we live. We have a voice. And if that voice is corrupted because the politicians, the law enforcement, whoever, then that's out of your control. You can't help it. And so if that happens, I think the best place for us to look to how we respond is look at how the Christians in China respond. How do Christians in the Middle East respond? How did the Christians in the Bible respond? to people and how did a lot of is that our as our hard attitude to say this is not our home we don't live for this place um we do our best to put god on display in the culture around us to be a light to say that you know what you can kill my body but you can't kill my spirit mm-hmm. you know you can choose to to can make my body conform to torture if you want to torture me but you can't take my freedom to trust christ away you can't take my freedom to believe that this is not my home and i will never bow my knee to satan i'll never bow my knee to a government leader i'll never bow my knee to somebody here that wants to be king in my life because i have one king and it's Mm -hmm. jesus and so um i don't know i just think I think a lot of people have grown up uh, in a culture that had unbelievable freedoms that were bestowed because our country started off with Judeo-Christian values, and now you've got a bunch of people in the country that could care less about those values. They they just want their values, Mm -hmm. individual values. 
and uh, individual perception of reality, individual, uh, you know, definitions of right and wrong. Well, and it's not and it's individual and it's not uh, attached to, you know, natural law or God's law. But they don't want to just, oh, I want to live and let live. They want you to submit to their way of viewing the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so you have, it would be nice to say, okay, you go over there and you do that. California, you be however you want to be. But it's this is, um, I would say, a totalitarian mindset that we must dominate and control and evangelize their their way of belief about the world onto everyone else. Yeah, yeah, and and as believers, we have to speak the truth. Yep, we cannot compromise the truth. Um, you know, um, Chuck Colson said, "Without virtue, a society can be ruled only by fear." Mm. And he said, "That's a truth that tyrants understand all too well." Mm-hmm. And I think back to the pandemic. I think back to everything. You know, if you look, listen. I'm not saying Kenny was on our program yesterday. He had the virus. He said it was awful. My mom and dad have had the virus. Mm-hmm. It hit my mom really hard. My dad not as hard. Ninety nine point five percent of the people that get the virus survive. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have completely shut down our country and promulgated fear Mm -hmm. in such a way that you have people getting in fights because other people aren't wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. You have people getting in fights in Walmart. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally pulling guns on people over mask issues. This is we've never seen anything like this. And that spreading fear is one way to control people. Mm-hmm. And that's the way dictators have always chosen to do it. Yep. Uh, so anyway, we can come back and con- keep talking. <laughs> yeah, we will be back with more after the news, so make sure that you stay tuned. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Store and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug at SWATradio.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. And you can download our SWAT app in the App Store. Stay tuned. You're listening to SWAT Radio. We'll be right back after the news. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain If you need freedom, save it. He's a prison-shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. We've all searched for the light of day and dead of night. We've all found ourselves worn out from the same 
Zach Williams with Chainbreaker. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we are talking about what has been going on and what has transpired in around the nation this week. Uh, so talking a lot about what happened at the Capitol on Wednesday and kind of the fallout and people's responses to that. And then how we as Christians should um, look at the events and how we should respond and uh, how we should be thinking moving forward uh, as the country moves on and uh, moves in a new direction. I hope we move on and move in a new direction. Well, I think uh, the new direction might be a bad direction. That's yeah. what I, I should have said that. But. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I I just think if people, if you know, if the leaders really want to heal, Trump, uh, President Trump came out and said, um, he's going to do a trans peaceful transition. He's going to move to that. I think. I think. The leaders on the other side of the aisle should should just say, you know what? They've already condemned it. It was a bad day. Uh, they've acknowledged it's a bad day. Um, they need to stop trying to incite uh, race hatred uh, or ethnic hatred, saying mm-hmm. that if it would have been black people instead of white people, they would have been shot. Uh, that That is... <laughs> something that has baffled me i do not because on social media it's all over the place a guy from here locally who was a coach said i'm ready to see white bodies drop i don't i do not understand why this has become a race thing and i also cannot remember during the months and months of riots and protests um in the name of black Lives matter we know it was antifa and other people involved a cop never killed a protester that i can remember but the you know one time that quote unquote the right did something they get shot but i don't get how that is a double standard that you know black lives matter wants to say look these people got treated with kid gloves well i just think that that if you really want healing all right when uh, president trump has acknowledged that okay you know he's acknowledged this was Mm -hmm. awful you don't do this we're gonna I, i was you know taking every I just wanted to exercise all the options and try to do it. I I, I did not send people up there to do mm-hmm. that. Um, he said that, and he said, I'm calling for peace, and I, there's going to be a peaceful transition in two weeks. And now you've got uh, President-elect Biden who is saying it's, you know, it, they black people would have been treated differently, which incites You've got Pelosi and Schumer um, uh, talking about impeachment, which uh, there's two weeks left. He's already going to be out of office. It's it's almost like a federal prosecutor said that, you know, Trump, Donald Jr. and his family were could be prosecuted for what happened at the Capitol. Yeah, I, I'm just yet they didn't prosecute Hillary Clinton, who acid washed servers, <laughs> who deleted 30,000 emails. I, I'm just sorry. There's just. There's a real double standard in our country, Mm -hmm. and and that's what a lot of people are upset about. Mm -hmm. And I'm not condoning the violence. I'm not condoning what happened. But people have a right to voice their disapproval. Mm -hmm. And and when you are turned off at every realm, 
uh, I guess frustration builds up. Again, I'm not excusing. It was wrong. Mm-hmm. They What happened up there was wrong uh, when people went into the Capitol. But again, there were a lot of uh, what I would call unsavory people mm-hmm. that led that effort. Mm-hmm. And as a law enforcement guy uh, who was a tactically trained on a special tactics, weapons and tactics team, I watched the video of what happened at the shooting many times. And I told you about, I showed you some of this stuff. There's a lot of questions I have. Mm -hmm. I mean, like why are five members of the special response team who are on the leading edge up where the lady got shot? None of them react to the gunshot with any kind of force, with any kind of, uh, they just, they stop. Mm. They, They don't have any weapons drawn. Uh, and there's protesters all around. They're not clearing them out forcefully. They're just, I don't know. It was weird. Mm. I was watching. It was a very weird thing. And uh, I, there's conspiracy theories out there that say what it is. Regardless of what you think, I'm telling you as a tactically trained person who, who's been in situations where you go in uh, to hostile areas you don't respond to a gunshot the way they responded to a gunshot. Mm. And it was bizarre. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and you, it, you can still see some of the videos of that room. Some of them have been taken down, but it was really bizarre. And there's a lot of flags about that whole deal. I don't know what happened, uh, but something was weird about it. And uh, as Christians, we can't change what happened on Wednesday. We can't change uh, except to vote and to try to make our voices known through our, our congressmen and our senators uh, if if you try to do that. But what we can do is we can pray. We can intercede and ask the God of all creation. Remember when Daniel, uh, his life was threatened because uh, the wise men could not interpret the dream for mm-hmm. Nebuchadnezzar? Mm-hmm. What did he do? First thing he did was he went to his friends and he said, pray for me. Yeah, He said, pray that the God of all creation will give me understanding. And God did. And and God may be moving in such a way to call his people to pray around this country, to pray for our leaders, pray for those people that are believers, that profess to be believers, that are in leadership in law enforcement and in the government and in the political court system um, to, to choose to live in a way that best represents what their Christian values. So, you know, Kenny was on, Kenny Luck yesterday, and last time he was on, he mentioned this, and I, I mentioned it yesterday because he brought it up again, Philippians one twenty seven. I want to read that verse again. It's a great verse for us to kind of hold on to in how we respond. And, and this is applicable to responding to people on social media who maybe have a different opinion than you, uh, yeah. that uh, you... you don't see them as your enemy. They're not your enemy. They have a different opinion. Mm-hmm. But listen to what Paul says. He says, let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. In other words, the good news that Jesus is king ought to move you to walk in security. What he's done for you, the fact that he secured your eternal destiny and your eternal relationship with the Father because of what he did should make everything on earth pale in comparison. 
And, and I'll give you a quick analogy, Taylor. If you stubbed your toe walking out of here, it would bother you. You might be angry about it, uh, the fact that it hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just found out you had cancer and it was deadly, terminal cancer, stage four, less than a year to live, uh, say in two to three months. But then all of a sudden you found out you got a cure. The cure had just come through and you received that cure and you stubbed your toe. Are you going to look at that toe stub differently Hmm. in those two different situations? Yeah. In light of receiving the fact that you were dying and now you're going to live, it would, it's not that it wouldn't hurt, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to bother you near as Mm -hmm. bad as if you weren't thinking about the other. Yeah. And what Paul is saying is, listen, we were destined for death. And he, he echoes this over in second Corinthians four, when he says in light of eternity, these are light and momentary afflictions that we have to deal with. And so he goes on in, in Philippians one 27 to say, so that whether I come and see you or I'm absent, that I may hear that you are standing firm in one spirit and one mind striving side by side for the faith of the gospel and boy wouldn't that be great if the church was doing that Uh, if the church was really standing firm in unity Mm -hmm. Uh, but you've got christians tearing each other apart you've got christians who don't know what to do um and again i go back to second chronicles when we don't know what to do just keep your eyes on jesus right Keep your eyes on God. Keep your eyes on him. Um, you know, in Matthew, Jesus said, if the salt loses its taste, how's it going to be restored? I mean, uh, it, it, in other words, if you lose your saltiness, what good are you? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't God just bring you home? Yeah. I mean, he's leaving you here to be salt and light in a world that's very dark. And um, I, I I just think that that passage in Philippians is a really good one. Let our manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. I, I felt that in the Marine Corps. You go through that training, and they show you when you first get there all these Marines that have died and have given their life, mm. sacrificed for the country. And you want to represent it well. Right. I mean, you want to make sure that you give it your all when you're going out into battle and you're doing whatever you do, not just because of your own personal pride, because of a greater cause. And we serve the greatest cause there is, that Jesus Christ is king and he came to save people. Yeah. Yeah, so stick with us. We will be back with more after the break. Uh, we'd like to give a shout out to our listeners listening in Virginia, listening at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. 
Way to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. Give me your eyes. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we have uh, talked today about what's been going on around the country today and how we as believers should respond and how we should be thinking uh, moving forward. So if you have any questions or would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That is ask at SWATradio.com. We would love to to have you call in and join the discussion or email and join the discussion. Um, somebody had asked, uh, where, where was the passage in Jeremiah? You know, it was, uh, that we talked about on Wednesday, Jeremiah 10 or 29, um, uh, verses five through nine really. Um, and I'm going to, I'll read it again because it, it it's really instructive to me when God kind of removes his hand or, or takes you into a place of discipline. Uh, again, it's Jeremiah 29. And, you know, there was a reason that Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet because it was sad. And and like Kenny said yesterday, it's not wrong to be sad about what's happened in our country. It's not wrong to be upset. Mm-hmm. There, there are people that are legitimately upset because there, are, there was bad voting things that happened. People uh, took advantage of a a rigged system or a crooked system or a compromised system, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, there were things that were done that a lot of people have questions about. And 
and they're upset and they want to be able we live in a country where we've had the freedom to have those properly looked at for years and people feel like that hasn't happened yet yeah that that it hasn't really been looked at um whether you agree with it or not that's fine uh if you don't if you think they have been but they feel like it hasn't and so they they want to see those things addressed but regardless of whether it was god sovereignly has shut the door at every turn to say this is what i want i Mm -hmm. want joe biden at this point to be president of the united states there's going to be a democratically controlled congress Mm -hmm. a democratically controlled senate Mm -hmm. that's what god has said for our country right now and i believe it is like a babylon because of the, the really the platform that the democratic party has very openly talked about this mm-hmm. is not something that's covert they've right. been very overt about it and uh if you're a believer out there you're going to see over the next few years there will be codification of things that go against god's word they will codify more protection for things that are abhorrent to god things that god says no this is not my design mm-hmm. And so we have to look at what happened when God sent his people into Israel. I mean, Israel into Babylon. They went into a very pagan place. Babylon was awful, and they were godless people. And when he sent the people in there, this is what he said through Jeremiah in verse 29, starting in verse 5. He said, build houses. Well, let me go back to verse 4. He says, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I've sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses, live in them, plant gardens, and eat their produce. Take wives, have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons. Give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply and do not decrease. In other words, Taylor, he's saying go Live your life. Mm-hmm. You're just going to live it under Babylonian captivity. And and isn't part of the reason he said that people were thinking that they would just be in Babylon for a short time and so basically don't get entrenched because you're going to be going back yeah. to Israel. Yeah. yeah, and he's saying, no, 70 years you're right. going to be there. You live your life. But here's what's interesting, verse 7. But seek the welfare of the city where I've sent you into exile. In other words, pray for Babylon. Pray for the country and the city where you're at. Pray for that city. It says pray for the welfare. Why? Because you live there. Yeah. If bad things happen there, guess what? It's going to happen to you. So he's saying, seek the welfare of the city where I've sent you. Pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare, he says. For thus says the Lord of hosts, Do not let your prophets and your diviners who are among you deceive you. Don't listen to the dreams they dream, for it's a lie that they are prophesying to you in my name. I did not send them, declares the Lord. For thus says the Lord, when 70 years are completed in Babylon, I will visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place, back to Jerusalem. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Unfortunately, it doesn't mean that verse doesn't mean you're going to play football in the NFL. <laughs> a lot yeah. of people claim that. Yeah. That's not what it means. 
He's talking very specifically to his people who are in captivity. He says, I know the plans I have for you. You are experiencing my discipline right now because you have turned your backs on me and you wanted to ignore my laws and ignore my word. And then you will call upon me and come and pray and I will hear you. Our God's a merciful God. All he wants is a relationship with us where we seek him. We seek him with our whole heart. He says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place which I've sent you into exile. I mean, that that's pretty clear. And I think those are good, uh, good principles as you look at the way. Yes, it was specific to Israel. But what he's saying is, you're going away, and I'm hoping you're going to seek me in the process. Mm. If you're feeling overwhelmed with what's happened in our country, and it doesn't matter whether you're on the right side of the aisle, the left side, in the middle, uh, whether you're a progressive, whether you're a traditionalist, it doesn't matter. Um, seek God, seek the relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Um, and that's, that's what God is ultimately going to do. And if you think you're going to find healing in your political party being office Mm -hmm. or Donald Trump being out of office, that's not going to get you healing. The only thing that will bring healing is Jesus. And I'm telling you what I'm seeing now with the political leaders up there is so hypocritical it's just awful. Mm-hmm. It's it's awful. The same people that were celebrating the riots over the summer are are up in arms because people dared to come into their home. Where were they when these people were sitting outside people's houses at one o'clock, mm-hmm. threatening them? Where were they when uh, Josh Hawley's home and wife and kids were being threatened? Mm-hmm. They weren't there. It's just hypocritical, and yep. that's what the problem with our system is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're just human, they're flawed, they're broken, and we need to pray for the healing of our country. We need to pray for repentance for our country, and we need a spiritual revival in our country yeah. more than any time that I remember in our history. Yeah, I, I can't think of a time where it's more necessary and we're more on the brink of uh, total total ruin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I, th- I don't think at this point, I don't, I, I don't know, but just, you know, other than God's grace, excuse me for stuttering there, um, we're, I think we're headed towards that ruin. And um, there's things to remember that, uh, like I said uh, earlier this week, suffering is part of what it means to be a Christian. And, and even if you look at the story of um, Israel, they flirted with other gods until Babylon. You know, when they came back, I don't really remember. I, I don't see a lot of that flirtation with the other gods. You know, after after Babylon, it's they're sold out for the one living God, and obviously, uh, legalism and stagnation came in um, by the time Christ came. They but, didn't have the polytheism going on anymore, did yeah, they? Really? Yeah. And so, you know, that that's something. In fact, that's really, I think, one reason they were so hard on Jesus and the whole idea of of somebody other than the one true. They right. didn't understand the Trinity, right. and I think because of those that other stuff, that's why they were so hard on that. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and and, and so that, that's just a reminder for us that, um, you know, despite what some people say, 
suffering is part of the Christian Christian faith, part of the Christian walk, and uh, on a it, and it, on a societal level, it can be something that you know concentrates us to uh, serve Him better, and hopefully leads to that revival. Uh, well, it's interesting what God told the Israelites to do. It goes all the way back to Genesis one, where He says, "Subdue the earth, be fruitful, mm-hmm, and multiply." Yeah, mm-hmm. He's and so for us as believers, we keep doing the same thing. We're on an airplane. We we we're not the pilot of the plane. And what God is saying is, now I've got you on this plane, and you may not like the airline, but you better pray for the welfare of the flight. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, that's what He told the Israelites. He says. You're going on flight Babylon and pray for the welfare of the flight yeah. while you're on it. Mm-hmm. Because if the flight goes well, then that affects you. It doesn't mean you have to pray that uh, the plans of President Biden succeed to do things that are unbiblical. The plans of a Congress that may decide to codify things that are unbiblical. You don't. We can pray that those things won't be successful. Yeah. But we also want to pray for repentance for them. We want to pray for the welfare of our country and pray for wisdom mm-hmm. for godly men to rise up and be the leaders God's called us to be. Yep. All right. Well, that is all the time we have for this week. You have been listening to SWAT radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www swatradio.com or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio and you can download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual